episode don't have like it's not going to necessarily be structured we just gonna talk okay um because i was watching a movie i was watching this movie while i was in the bubble bath right Mm -hmm. and this dude the dude in the movie it was one of those love story little soap opera style movies or whatever and the guy Mm -hmm. in the movie said he said the person who cares the less has more control over the relationship than the person who cares the most and i want to know what your take on that is because i agree i do too and I guess it, I guess it like stood out to me the most because you don't really think, like you don't think to think of that, you know. Mm-hmm. I took my eyelashes off and didn't even wipe my eyes. It still got glue on it. I, I, um, I, I think it's that way because um, it that that person kind of dictates i guess they can dictate the flow um if you really care about somebody and you know what i'm saying they um let's say for instance they're going to try to leave mm-hmm. um you're going to try to do what you can to you know keep them from leaving you know staying you know staying with you um if they don't care it's just kind of like you kind of like at their mercy almost yeah think that's how it sounds to me but i I mean i i typically agree with it because you typically see the person that that usually um does the um i guess quote unquote the chasing more the chasing Mm -hmm. is is they're they're not really in control because they feel like they have to well it's more or less they're trying to get the attention or prove something versus you know the other person that's just like you know being chased right right so yeah that's exactly what it is and it's almost like the person that is doing the chasing (laughs) it's almost like the person who is doing the chasing they want the attention and the approval they wanted to work so bad that they're willing to do any and everything that the person that doesn't care will tell them to do you know what i'm saying right it's almost like they at their mercy just to get the relationship to work. Um, and we see a lot of people in these type of situations where they just want the relationship to work, but whoever they're in a relationship with may not want it to work. I agree. A hundred percent. So um a little vodka lemon uh not vodka lemonade, some Ciroc brandy and lemonade. This brandy got me in a chokehold. It's all I've been drinking for like the last couple of months. For real. Like, uh, but you mix it, right? With lemonade. Well, yeah. is I mix it with Brad's blueberry lemonade. That's, now, the Ciroc, that's the Ciroc brandy, right? Yeah, I just mix it with lemonade and it works for me. Um, but I'm I gotta I'm gonna be trying something new next next time. Um, so who, 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 who drank my goddamn apple juice? Oh. Who drank my goddamn coffee? Hey, you're now listening to Coffee and Apple Juice, a podcast. I usually listen to it when I'm on my way to work. Real, raw, and uncut conversations with Aisha Hadia. Before we get into this episode, I would like an apology. 
You said you want to give me an apology? I said you owe me an apology. Dre I already apologized, and now I need an apology from you. What what's the apology for? How do I how do I owe you an apology? So y'all was talking about big bitches on y'all last episode about oh, how y'all oh. went about how y'all y'all woman can't be over two hundred pounds. I, I'm two hundred and sixty four pounds, and I'm five six. I need an apology because oh, I was no. offended. I you, said that. You represent the unapologetic podcast. <laughs> so therefore, I need an apology for me and all the big girls out there that are 5'4 to 5'7 and weigh over 200 pounds. We need an apology and we're not going, we not going forward <laughs> till we get our apology. Now y'all ain't never offended me, but that last I, episode did. I said that. Oh, I was asking the question. I I, I asked because I, I I remember saying. I know some women over 200. If the big girls decide to cancel y'all, they not going to cancel Dre. They going to cancel both of y'all because y'all both represent the podcast. Now, I apologize to me. I love the ladies. No matter the size, no matter the shape. That's why I said ladies. That's all. Be specific. Oh, I got to be specific. I didn't didn't directly... uh, Defend no, well, I shouldn't have offended nobody because I ain't saying nothing. Listen, I love all the ladies, all shapes, all sizes, all forms. That part. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's get into it. Y'all already know <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast where we do not take no disrespect. Shout out to all the big girls. Now yeah. listen, I got this new segment called Get Your Juices Flowing. So it's basically just a series of questions, um, almost like the would you rathers, right? But okay. I got a rated PG section and then I got a rated R section. So which would you prefer, rated PG or rated R? Um, What's my name start with? Oh, you wanted to go rated R. Let's do it. Okay, so would you rather have car sex or shower sex? They both aggravating, but you gotta pick one of you gotta pick one of them. Honestly, neither, but I would I would I would go car sex. Okay. Um would you prefer a creamer or a squirter? Mm. Probably a squirter. Cool. Yeah, a squirter. Um it's I got a whole list, but I'm just picking at random. So, would you prefer amazing sex that lasts 10 minutes or basic average sex that lasts one hour? 10 minutes. Yeah. But it got to, so they got to be like amazing to the point that it put me to sleep because I'm still woke afterwards. I'm going to feel like we got to keep doing it till I fall asleep. Oh, God. Because I feel like gold, like, mm, depending on the situation, I be wanting to be sleepy afterwards. And if I'm up wide awake, like, I ain't gonna like that. But okay, cool. So let's get into it. How was your day today? Um, being that I haven't done anything, it's it's been all right. I haven't, you know, it's uneventful. You know, it's been raining outside all day. So today is one of them days where I just wanna kind of chill, don't do too much of nothing, just kind of relax, you know. Yeah. Not here. It's gloomy, but uh actually that's what I was gonna do. When you when you text me, I was getting ready to go outside and get on that grass. 
Okay. Yep. So um, what time does the game start? So I know to be sure to get you up out of here. I don't even know. But uh oh, I think about 8 30, but I'm you know, I got some things to do before that. Okay, all right. So before we um well, I'm not gonna delete anything, but we was just talking about how the person, sorry, y'all know I gotta make sure my lip gloss straight. We was just talking about how the person who cares the less has more control over the relationship. We both agreed. Um, you know what? No, we're going to call this episode Cancel the Unapologetic, the podcast episode. <laughs> Only because y'all last episode just really, y'all talked about a lot that I kind of want to touch on. It's fine. You don't need it. Listen. All right. So another thing, another thing y'all touched on on this last episode was dominance and submissive. Now I called you earlier, but I told you we was gonna kind of talk about it on air because mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to include that in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. So y'all talked about dominance and submission or uh, submissiveness, and then y'all also talked about like alpha, betas, and omegas. Now I don't want to really get too deep into the alphas the betas and omegas because i haven't really did my research on that okay but like i was telling you earlier i seriously feel like at some point dominance and being dominant and being submissive is like a light switch that you can cut on and off but then it's also like that shit just come natural to some people mm-hmm. but i also feel like i can't just i you remember i had called you submissive once like i was like reggie you come off like you might be submissive right but my words you use no maybe did you call I, me a beta male did i call you a beta probably I, if i called you a beta i strongly apologize and i take it back because like i said i haven't done my research but <laughs> it i i want to say i said submissive but i could have okay. said beta your memory way better than mine but anyways we're gonna act like i said submissive mm-hmm. i said that one i told you one day that you come off as if you submissive um but i want to take that back because Y'all, if we haven't told y'all enough, I never met Reggie, like, physically in real life. We only know each other through recording over the internet. So I've never seen this guy a day in my life in person. And I don't even know what we was talking about for me to say that. But the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because I feel like I can't really tell if a man is dominant or submissive, alpha or beta, if I'm not around them to really see, to really feel the presence of them and to see and feel how everyone around them acts towards them. So, you know, you said, um, cause at that time you, you haven't met, you hadn't, hadn't met Dre either, but you no, said, yes, I did. Cause we met him. I met him in the parking lot. Not at that time when you said that, cause I remember you was like, you know, yeah, Dre give me that impression because on the podcast, he's kind of rah, rah, rah. He's always cursing and he's, I was like, Aisha, that don't make you, that don't make you a, a alpha male just because you, you know. Well, I take that back too because Dre, Dre may be a beta around everybody else. But, so I take it back because like, well, I met Dre. So yeah, I actually yeah, met, met Dre. Him. You met him. Dre, he do give off, a, a, he has a sense of dominance with him. Um, I wish I could go back in the heads of times and really see exactly what it was that made me say that about Dre and made me say that about you. But I'm taking it back regardless of what, because the person that I am now, I feel like I can't really tell if a man is dominant or submissive, alpha or beta, 
until I can really read the room and see how everybody else is mm-hmm. in their presence. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I take that back. Now, what was we talking about? As far as I do feel like alpha. Uh, I keep saying alpha. Being dominant and being submissive is it's like a light switch that you can turn on and off. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with that. And then I also feel as though some people are just naturally dominant. Some people are just naturally submissive, but we're not going to confuse dominance with being a bully or just being mean and nasty right. towards people. And you know, that's what a lot of people uh, confuse it for. Like, oh, they, 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 uh, they're loud. They, uh, aggressive yeah aggressive they you know what i'm saying but sometimes those are the people that like a lot of confidence too right so they're making up for something right they're compensating for something because you put you put a bully in a room with a bigger bully and they become pussy right so you know capital p okay um so yeah i just wanted to kind of touch on that i really want to do my research on alpha beta and omega men or just omega alpha beta and omega personalities period wait Mm -hmm. is it just a men thing is that just a men thing no no okay yeah well i want to do i'm gonna do my research on that before um before i actually really speak on it Mm -hmm. because um yeah i don't want to be talking about nothing i don't know too much about so I want I'm gonna do my research on that first and then we can kind of have that conversation. So what are your thoughts about meeting a man amongst his friends and he is not quote unquote the, the I guess alpha. The, sta- the standout or alpha in 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 the crowd <laughs> of his friends. He the runner. Yeah, he don't want to go back and forth to the store to get cigarettes and black yeah, and stuff. Like so yeah. that would definitely turn me off. I think you asked me this one time before. I would be turned off, but then I would just make it my business to not hang out around him and his friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, because I like seeing my man in dominant positions or out. I like seeing, my, I want my man to be that nigga. And he, <laughs> if he not that nigga amongst his friends, I'm going to feel some type of way. So I would, I just wouldn't, you know, hang around him and his friends no more. <laughs> because that's lame. <laughs> that made me feel like he a lame. And I don't, I don't want my man to be no lame. But you said something earlier that I like too, you know, like um, as, as men or as dominant men, alpha male men, they know when to be dominant and when not to be. They know when to right. be out, or they, you know, they alpha when they need to be. Well, take alpha out. They know when and when not to be dominant. Right. Um, I love you know, that. When to lead and when not to lead. Yeah, yeah. When to lead and when not to lead. Right. And then Dre mentioned that I think you had asked him would he prefer a dominant or submissive woman, and he stated that he uh would prefer both. You know, he would want his woman to just have you know balance it out. And I love that answer too because, like you said, there are some areas where women are more knowledgeable than men are and so sometimes mm-hmm. you would have to allow your woman to take the lead and let her kind of step up and do her thing whereas you just kind of fall back and play the background but that don't necessarily make you less of a man it's right. just knowing your place in situations where you know you're not you're not going to succeed so so here's the problem and it might not be a problem some women don't know how to 
relinquish that control. Let let the man be in charge or be, you know, I guess the aggressor, the 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 quote unquote dominant one, you know, because her nature is just to be one way straight, you know, all the time. I think if that particular woman found a man with patience, eventually she will. Eventually she will. So it's almost like changing your eating habits, right? You got somebody who been eating meat all their life. All their life, they've been eating steaks, burgers, chicken. Mm-hmm. They've been eating meat all their life. And they finally, you know, the doctor gave them some bad news. Hey, if you don't stop eating meat, you're going to get sick. You know, you can't. Now, some people can just quit cold turkey. But then you have some that just have to slowly but surely wing themselves off. Um, so what basically what I'm trying to say is a woman of that nature who's just always dominant, always aggressive not necessarily aggressive but she's just always in the lead position if she gets with a man who is patient with her but also dominant when he needs to be eventually she'll start following the lead following his lead but he has to have patience because what she is trying to change may not be able to change overnight it may take some time so that's where his patience will come in so like for me for example everybody know me to be quote-unquote alpha, aggressive, dominant, take the lead, always been doing shit on my own, never really had no help. So if I was to get a man who decided to come and get into a relationship with me, instead of me hopping out to pump the gas, you know, it may take him some patience to be like, you know what, they don't, it may take me some time to get used to him paying for the gas or him pumping the gas or you know him opening the door for me holding out chairs for me like it's gonna take time for me to get used to that you know because of what i've already been been you like the lifestyle that i've already been living Mm -hmm. you know that wasn't included in my lifestyle so i feel like it'll take me some time so with the woman that you was just you know you was just describing i feel like in the beginning, it may be like that, but if she get her man that has some patience, it's definitely going to, she'll get to a point where she'll start letting him take the lead. She'll start letting him um, do the things that he need to do as a man that she used to do. You see what I'm saying? Like, it'll take some time, but she'll eventually, she'll eventually catch up. You don't agree? Oh. Hmm. I guess it would all depend on what happened in that time frame of, you know, adjustment or whatever. Um, you know, because it's kind of like me saying, you know what? You know, you're talking to me about this guy you met. And I'm like, you're like, man, he just seems like he's a submissive guy. He's a beta male, whatever else. And I'm like, well, you never know. You should give him time. No comment. <laughs> no See? comment. Um, yeah, no comment on it. Because I don't know who you are. I, I I think you are who you are. You're going your your natural instincts are always gonna kick in sometime or another, um, depending on, on whatever else. And you know, um and I it'll probably I, so I think I think the power struggle of waiting is going to be it's probably you know even though the guy is patient that power struggle is probably going to be 
a lot for both. I mean, I think they're going to have to be, you're talking about somebody's going to have to be super patient and then somebody else. Uh, and in this case, we're talking about the woman, someone that is like really have to be accountable for herself and her actions as well to be, to be like, you know what? I should have, or I should be a little more submissive. And that's why we might be bumping heads on, you know, a lot of these things because I want a man that's going to lead, but I'm not letting him lead necessarily because I'm still working with them to try to, you know, take on a, a lesser role, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I think it, ultimately it will, well, depending on the individuals involved, he may get to the point where he's tired of being patient. You ain't getting it as fast as I need you to get it. I'm the man, you the woman, you know. And then, like you said, she will have to um, be make sure that she's holding herself accountable or just, you know, take accountability into the situation. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but she has to also kind of understand why this man needs to be in the position or in the role of, being the man you know it's i kind of it's almost like it's in y'all dna to be the man and i'm not speaking as far as like male but just you know to be the one to take lead and a lot of the situations that take that come about within relationships and as a woman right. she needs to be able to understand that you know mm-hmm. it's not i don't want you to be it's not that i want you to be submissive it's that i need to be dominant in this situation it almost it's almost like that a little bit just a little bit yeah, though. okay okay you know like he knows when to fall back and let her lead but if it's a situation where he needs to lead she needs to understand that he needs to lead in this situation you know mm-hmm. so i think I it's agree. yeah you can you you're right he might get tired especially if she's not grasping the concept of it fast enough but you know just a thought but yeah just a thought yeah um but i I do i mean i i do think it can work but on the other hand i still think about that uh positive and positive negative negative like to the uh you're gonna you don't necessarily attract the same energy i don't know that i want to attract if 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 i'm a dog i want to attract a bigger dog i want to attract the the energy that is gonna remind me of my place and require that i learn my place to a point where i don't want to say it like that because I don't want to say it like that because that make him sound controlling, but I'm in a dominant, I'm in a dominant role, a dominant position right now. I don't want to be dominant. I want to be submissive. So it's like, I want to attract the energy that's going to, that's, that's, I'm going to want to submit to. Yeah, but that it don't necessarily work like that though. And I know it don't, but I'm just saying that's the energy that I want to attract. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen, it it don't, well, that's why I said necessarily, yeah, because I mean, of course you do have some, but those are the motherfuckers that fuss and fight all the time. They have them, um, we cry together relationships. You know, they they argue and then end up fucking and then everything's fine and then next thing you know, they They argue and throwing shit. So, I mean, that's what you want. Then, but 
I don't want, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. So I seen a quote or not necessarily a quote, but I seen a meme on Instagram that said a lot of these ladies want fairy tales from gangster ass niggas. I agree. I think that's me. I agree. Um, I, I, I think I asked you this question uh, the other day is, is the, um, oh, actually we was, I think we was recording on my, my episode i think i asked you something like that is that and it wasn't just you it's just is that messing up the um dating aspect that we have as far as black people it's the fairy tale like we're gonna you know meet somebody that for a man you know well yeah for a man you meet somebody that well no we don't really have that fairy tale men don't but women kind of do oh i'm gonna meet a nigga that drives the the nicest car. Everybody in the city know him. He that he's the nigga around the way. Um, and he got a whole lot of money. He just going, you know, tell me, hey, we going somewhere? Don't pack a bag. Um. So, yeah, is the fairy tale aspect of relationships killing reality? That's what I said. It's is not killing reality, but what what the ladies need to understand is that majority of these gangsters thugs hardcore guys that we want these fairy tale happy endings with mm-hmm. they they not ready to give them to us because we're gonna have to deal with so much other bullshit mm-hmm. that comes behind this so-called gangster thug hardcore okay. ass dude you know okay um now i don't want to put a stereotype on those type of men to say well those are the types that cheat those are the types that have multiple baby mamas those are the types that are no good don't do this don't do that mm-hmm. i don't want to put that type of stereotype on them right. but at the same time it's like you get what you ask for right and and you have to be ready for that specific lifestyle too whatever you want a street nigga you're gonna get a street nigga you know so also with the fairy tale of of it sometimes that we look at it like when you watch power ghost was you know he did his thing he was successful he took care of home but he was also fucking around even Mm -hmm. that may not be the how it like really is but um you know, I'm pretty sure for a lot of women that want a nigga like that, that's in the streets, um, that's the fairy tale, fairy tale lifestyle, you know, lifestyle they want. Yeah, but I think Ghost was a good example, but he was fall. I feel like he was falling out of love with his wife because mm-hmm. he wanted to be bigger than a drug dealer, whereas she mm-hmm. wanted him to be a bigger drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times when your woman ain't seeing the dream and she ain't grasping the concept of you moving forward and becoming a better person, you can fall out of love with somebody because they not on the same page as you, you know, so hindering your growth. At the same time, you, you're right. You know, he was still, he was paying all the bills, taking care of home, doing everything he needed to do, but he also had some pussy on the side, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's That's like, kinda, yeah. and those are the type of things that, you know, ladies, we might have to take that into consideration when we, when we say we want a hood as Prince Charming, you know, so that everybody like him for the same qualities that you like him for because exactly street, so you yeah, everybody in the street know him he yep, he's well the respected. biggest baddest yep mm-hmm. absolutely 
All yeah. the girls want a baby by him or they want to be with him some type of way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, everybody want a piece of him. And you might just have to accept that fact. Because eventually he may be, he may be out there giving pieces of himself to everybody, you know, so. Right. But I seen that and just wanted to, you know, hear you talk about, it. you know what, Reggie, believe it or not, I like it when you come on my podcast, because a lot of times I don't be having my shit together and you be coming over on here, keeping the show going. <laughs> Even though I'm still canceling y'all ass for studying on the video, <laughs> but you know. We didn't, but. Y'all did. If that's Matter just fact, story. I need y'all. I need you to send me that episode. I need this. I need the audio to that episode so I can include it, so the ladies can hear. Matter of fact, I'm not even gonna do that. Y'all need to go to Unapologetic the podcast on Apple Podcast and listen to their latest episode. What is it, Ninja Dust? <laughs> These motherfuckers was basically saying if you five four or up to five six and weigh if you weigh anything over 200 bitch you ain't got no chance with these niggas oh no. my god we, we did not say that god forbid you got that cornbread collard green candy yam <sighs> arm thing going you definitely won't cut it we did Why? not say that because they said once they get you in a relationship and you gain that 10 15 20 pounds of happy weight you're gonna be sloppy and I said that sloppy bitch. I, you agree? You agree with Drake? I don't think I did. But you so, did. so speaking of that, speaking of that, and I asked you this the other day. Um, it was when when did we talk? When I went to fucking wings? It's probably a Thursday or Friday. I asked you about um meeting a man's father. Does that dictate how you move with him? If you see, like, if you meet his father, his father ain't got. You know, he, his father got eight, nine, ten kids. He looked just like his father, act just like his father. And you'd be like, man, this, this nigga daddy ain't shit. Do you automatically assume be like, he probably ain't shit either? Um, I don't. And here's why. Because a lot of times you will grow up and realize you don't like the ways of your father and you will make it your business to be the exact opposite. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, but his you know, father could be a a woman's man, and, and even then, when even when you meet him, he he's like, "Hey, darling, how you doing?" He kissing your hand, rubbing on your back, talking to you, asking you, "What you doing with my son?" You know, shit like that. See, it all depends on the guy because he can be just like his father, but he with me, he know to act right and not. Okay. It really just depends because right. a lot of a lot of guys don't take after their father some of them do some mm-hmm. of them don't you okay. gotta keep in mind a lot of the a lot of guys ain't been raised by their father their father right. may be in their lives but they weren't raised by their father mm-hmm. so it's almost like you have the bad energy of your daddy in one ear but you got your mama reminding you to be who you want to be and not necessarily about who you was raised up Okay. You know, around. So it really just depends. I'm not gonna I wouldn't necessarily assume that because your daddy ain't shit, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. now you may have some ways not all but you may have some mm-hmm. ways that you just can't help that are like your dad but I'm, I'm, I wouldn't counsel no nigga out because because his daddy ain't shit or because okay. his daddy got ways that I don't like I'm not gonna 100% cancel you out but I might not ignore it either right so I, I think most men that have their fathers are like ladies men they probably mm-hmm. they I think they take out to that a little bit. 
if not well a little bit on i think majority they probably take after that and uh they may be like you know what my daddy wants shit to my mama but i'm not married you know until, until i find my mama then Um, I'm trying to think when the last time I met a dude, daddy. See, I, I wasn't around the dad. Okay, I met mm -hmm. one of my ex's dad. Matter of fact, I met a couple of my ex's dad. But so this last situation, I wasn't around his dad long enough to really say, oh, you just like your daddy and your daddy ain't shit. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times these daddies be on their best behavior too. To try to, to try yeah, to make sure they son can get in where he fit in. So the the last time I met a dude that he came off, you know, nice, presentable to me, paid all the bills, had his woman situated. And then he had that sorry ass son. So <laughs> I don't know, it just depends. Sometimes the daddy yeah, don't always be the blueprint. Yeah, no. Well, the daddy, the daddy aged and got you know got better. True, probably, true. That too. Probably. Yeah. But then that'll you know be if you like okay, well, if daddy do if that is the blueprint, do I do I sit around and wait for this nigga to get better at an older age and then you know? I wonder if guys take after they dad or they do what they see their dad do but then they realize that it ain't getting them nowhere and they decide you know what i'm gonna stop trying to be like this nigga because this shit ain't getting me nowhere but hoes that i ain't even attracted to or bitches that i don't even like their attitude you know what i'm saying like i wonder if dudes realize me trying to be like you ain't getting me nowhere do they do like do y'all just wake up and smell the coffee sometimes like this ain't it I, I've never um, <clears throat> done that, but I know I was going to be different from my dad as far as with my kids because my, my dad, for for what it's worth, he's not a bad guy at all. He's, you know, he, um, tell this business, <laughs> he messed around on my mom. You know, she left him, but the woman that he's messing around on my mom with, um, they've been together now for probably 40 years or so. And they got six to seven kids together, but he has a child outside of her too, you know, since he's, you know, but they've been together and now they're married. Now they've been married. I forgot how long they've been married, but they've been together 40 years total and for probably 10, maybe 15. But yeah, so. I would love um, to sit so down. So far as with women, like I, I've never seen dad. him like, huh? I would love to sit down and have a conversation with your dad. Like, cause I want to know, like, was your mama a placeholder till he found the woman he just couldn't live without? Or like, like what, what? Cause like that, that is just curious to me. Like you, you know, was with one woman, you cheated on her with another woman and she was the one you ended up sticking around with for the long run. There's some know? things I could say, but I don't want to incriminate. We could talk about it afterwards. Okay. I don't want to incriminate, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, so I, I mean, as long as I've known him, he's been in because him and my mother was married. Okay. Um, you know, um, so as long as I've known him, they've been in. You know, he's been in relationships, long term relationships. I haven't known him to. Um, there's only one time, and that's when he uh, stayed in Charlotte. Um, he was in Charlotte for about six, seven, eight years. Um, 
that was I think that was probably the only time I've known him to have like you know different women, but he wasn't like in a relationship in a serious mm-hmm. relationship. So outside of that, I've you know he's he's been with my mom, and then you know the uh, lady he's he's married to now who definitely keeps his ass grounded and keep puts him in place. You know he's been with her you know forty plus years. Well, off and on throughout whatever, but yeah. Okay. So, as far as I know, you know, on, on that side of my dad, like relationship wise, you know what I was saying, I, I know him to be in state relationships. Um, I don't know, you know, the bad aspect out of it, but. Okay. But the nigga is a, he, he's, he's a ladies man. He is a ladies man. Um, and you know, I'm pretty sure he did his thing back in the days. So that's what, that's what everybody said, but. Mm. And you, you don't find, you find you you find that one that that sit your ass down yeah okay and do you feel like the, like you took after your dad um when he was in his prime not the settled down version the one that was out in the streets probably but so so my my thing was I got married early right I was young. And uh, we was together. We was married for about five years, um, you know, and it didn't you work out. You didn't really together. get a chance to play around. And, right. And so, you know, when I got divorced, I just happened to be in Miami. I think I was around 25. So from then to when I started, like, really seriously dating just one woman, um, yeah, I was everywhere. I was all industries. Like, I was, like, anything that was moving, I'm like, Hey, we need to go out. I heard they had this spot tonight. I heard they had that spot. Wherever the women was at, <laughs> wherever the women was at, I'm like, all right, you know. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even really trying to be in a relationship, you know, um, because I just felt like, you know, when you're on the outside looking in, you marry and you all you and you young as fuck and all your friends going out having fun. When you at work, they talking about, oh man, you should have saw the hoes last night. We da 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 da. You just think about you be wanting a piece of the action. Yeah, I was in that. You know, even if you don't do nothing, you be like, yeah, I was in the house. You know, laid up watching fucking first forty eight or some shit. Like that don't even sound fun compared to what these niggas talking about. You know what I'm saying? They got all these memorable experiences and shit they talking about. Oh yeah, we jumped on the road and rode to uh, I don't know, uh, Fort Lauderdale or some shit. And you just like, damn. Well, and then once I once I got into that, you know, once we I got divorced, that shit was fun as fuck. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, running the streets and doing all that shit, you know, waking up to different women here and there. Mm. But then that shit get old too. After a while, yeah. then you get then you be like, man, because you start missing you start missing some of the things that you had with your wife or when you was in a committed relationship. Yeah, you start missing you know? permanent shit like. Yeah, like like full course yeah. cook meals. Mm-hmm. Somebody to talk to when you just want to get some shit off. Mm-hmm. Somebody to lay beside you every night. Like somebody that's actually used to you and comfortable around right. you, and vice right. versa. Yeah, I, I I understand. Hell yeah! So, give and a take. Okay, give and a take. Alrighty then. I'm trying to think if I have anything else I wanted to touch on. Um. So you you've been married. Do you see marriage as a business? It is a business decision. 
So let me. But it should be primarily a business decision, though. Okay, so I'm gonna read this post that I found a long time ago, long time ago. Um, Mm -hmm. and I just kind of want your opinion on it. So it says, growing up, I thought you married for love. Boy, was I wrong. Marriage is very much a business. If you and your partner don't share the same vision on building a relationship and its financial foundation, it will ultimately lead to an inconcilable difference that Mm -hmm. love won't cure. Think of it this way. You may have a best friend that you love, have fun with, and adore, but that doesn't mean you will open a business with them. Some people are just good for the fun time. Same thing goes for marriage. Date with your eyes wide open and your mind clear. When Netflix and chill turns into Netflix and build, you know you got something special. Some people are for fun and some people are for forever. Thoughts. I agree, but so um, I don't necessarily think <clears throat> your relationship going to turn into a, uh, you know, uh, someone becoming a business owner, or whatever else, be- uh, because it can just be simple. Like, okay, now that we're combining this, you know, um, my household, your household, the bills are going like the bills don't change; it, they just add on. I'm taking on this this woman's debt as well as she's taking on mine. So, you know, everything. So the whole mind frame should change, you know, if, even if you're not thinking about becoming an, you know, entrepreneurs or any of the other shit, like you, you still have to <clears throat> be mindful that, you know, um, all, all this shit change my little, you know, paying whatever bills that I pay this month, that shit, you know, that should go out the window. Cause I got to add such and such bills on too. Even if I'm not paying them, you still have to account for a lot. Of, and then y'all are going to inquire bills together too. Okay. I could have sworn I had my shit on do not disturb. <laughs> Don't worry. I ain't Sorry. hear it. There wasn't no ringing over here. Yeah. So I, a, a lot of people, um, I'm sorry. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. A lot of when when I hear a lot of people talk about marriage, so I got a homegirl that's married, and the way she talk about marriage, she made like it's the worst thing in the world. And I wanted to say so bad that's because you married to somebody that you don't like, you know? Because I think marriage is, I think that is the dopest partnership that can ever take place between two people like I don't know if I'm just a hopeless romantic but just imagine being married to somebody that that like you not only can y'all grow mentally and emotionally but y'all can grow financially like being able to weather any storm with this part like I think that's the dopest shit ever to be able to sit down and build with somebody on that level and it's the same person you can like you lay up with you can have kids with you can do this do that with like i see couples in the club i think going to the club with your boyfriend with your spouse with your husband i think that's the dopest shit ever like i can't wait to get married so i can just go out with my husband like what i think that is the dopest shit we talking about combining two 
two weekends. I have a I whole conversation so. on sorry. that. I wanna, no, I, I have a whole conversation on that that I want to talk about. Um, I'm and it's kind of it's kind of like that. Um, we gonna talk. I think me and Dre might talk about this coming week. You know the 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 sand to the beach uh, aspect. You know because so in a relationship, yes, at times you do want to go out and be with your partner, do things, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might flirt with each other, you know, kind of maybe look at each other from across the room, act like y'all ain't come with each other. Then, you know, <clears throat> or y'all just might go in the club together and be up on, on each other. But so as, as a woman, can you, are there times that maybe you just want to, you know, be at a club, maybe with your girls, of course. And, so, and you when, you, but, but you know you're not doing. You know you're not gonna do nothing. You know you're not doing nothing. Of but course. You just, but you just wanna <clears throat> be on the beach without your sand, and maybe you know whatever sand that's on the beach coming up to you. Knowing, knowing you ain't gonna do nothing. You know, flirt with you. Hey, can I have your number? Can I get your drink? But or even else? so, and I'm not speaking for myself, but even if I do do something. Everybody and everybody in whatever type of relationship, they need that mm-hmm. break from their spouse. You know, you don't want to mm-hmm. get bored. You don't want to get too, you don't want to get you don't want to get bored. You know, okay. so of course you need that time away where you go hang out with your girls or you can go hang out by yourself. You know, just mm-hmm. like men, y'all need that time away from y'all woman where y'all can go chill with the guys, go watch sports or do the little sports thing. Even if y'all do go to a strip club, right. everybody needs that break. You know, so when I say going out and going to the club with my man, I'm, mm-hmm. that's not something I'm talking about doing on a regular basis. So not, you, you know. Okay, okay, I got you. So, but that's saying from the beach analogy, I love it and then I don't love it. And here's why I don't love it. Because when you say you don't bring sand to the beach, I'm automatically assuming I'm not finna bring my nigga to the club when it's niggas at the club that I'm finna try to get with. Right. So, uh, that's, so that's how, what I was gonna ask you. That's, that's how I you. that's how I hear it. And it's um it's almost like that's an analogy for cheaters. It is, but that's why I was gonna ask you. Is there an instance where you could <clears throat> like say that, but you know you're not doing nothing. Like I just want to be around some some fine ass niggas that ain't my nigga, even though I know I'm not gonna do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Is is that should that be looked at as a bad thing or cheating? It's not looked at as a bad thing, but I'm a side eye you because it's like so. I feel like finding my person, finding that ultimate relationship that I'm gonna die in, right? That I'm gonna grow old mm-hmm. and die in. Mm-hmm. That's if that is my goal. Me going to the club to enjoy myself is one thing, but me going to the club to enjoy everybody else at the club is a, another thing. Like it's almost like I wanted this so bad. Why would I fuck it up? Mm. But you're not doing nothing though. You're not. You just yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you got eyes. You're gonna. You're gonna. If you see something, if you out with your man and you see something that's like damn, that motherfucker is fine. You know what I'm saying? You might just think that in your head that you're not going to act on it, but I mean, you ain't blind. Right. And I hate when people be like, oh, I, the so, only person I see is who I'm with. No, no, no. no. I definitely don't have that type of mentality, but at the same time, I want to just go to the club to enjoy myself. I'm not necessarily going to see no other men or to just enjoy the sight of other it's men. It's the whole ambiance. Right, it's just the whole vibe of being out in the club, period. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Now, of course, you're not wearing a sign over your head that says, don't try to holler at me, I'm married. Or don't try to ask me for my number. I got a boyfriend. You're not doing that. So, you know, men that try to holler at you or women that try to holler at you, they don't know you in a relationship. So that's something you can't prevent. But -hmm. at the same time, it's like, as long as you know how to carry yourself, that shouldn't be an issue either. Right. So I just don't like the sand to the beach analogy. But at the same time, you don't want to do everything from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep with your man or with your woman because you're going to get bored. So there is there is going to be times where you're going to go to the club or t- out mm-hmm. to eat or to brunch or to the festival or to um it you just make you going to go somewhere without your partner. Now, do I feel like there are certain events that are couple appropriate and non-couple appropriate? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I would love to go to the club and dance up on my nigga, grind and gyrate up on my nigga. But I also don't feel as though clubs, it depends on how long y'all been in a relationship for me to say that a club or a strip club is a non-couple event. Strip club can be, I mean, See, like if I take my if I take my nigga to a strip club, you best believe we fucking the shit out of each other when we get to the house. Like yeah, anything sexually related, we try, I'm trying to get you turned on. I'm gonna get turned on so that we can fuck. And I think that's kind of sort of women like strip clubs more than men because that's what men be at. Shit, we don't go for the, we don't go for the, the the ones I know. They 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 there throwing throwing more money than men, getting more dances than men. And some be like, but so me and my homegirls, we go to the strip club because we know the niggas gonna be at the strip clubs. We go because we know the women will be there. And if it's That's, a big group of us, the women are like, we gonna go, we, let's go to the strip club. We're like, okay. You know, so we we go because we know that's where y'all gonna be at. Now we do tip the strippers, we get our wings, we get our drinks, we turn up. Yes, but you know, we mostly go where we know the niggas is going to be at. At least the single ones, anyway. Um, so, to go back real quick, um, when you was talking about, you know, things that are appropriate for men, for couples. Um, okay. You got to do things outside of your relationship. Remember we talked about that on live? Um, creating a community? I don't remember. Like, I think it's the last time we was on live. You got to, I think, because we was talking about, you got to have your own community outside of your relationship. Oh yeah, of course. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to do everything from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep with your partner because you're going to get bored. So you're going to want to go hang out with your girls and you're going to want to go hang out without your partner. I want to miss you, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it's one of those situations where I wake up to you, I go to sleep to you, I come home to you. So now I'm at a point where I want to miss you. So I don't want to do everything with you because I want to miss you, you know, okay. just like when it comes to sports, when it comes to guys um, in a sports, I don't know nothing about sports, but that's just my preference. I don't care to know a lot about sports. So mm-hmm. if I was to get a guy who was really heavy in sports, that's a department that I'm going to stay away from because I feel like that's his thing. I don't want to mess up his thing. Even if he tried to, teach me what an offensive lineman is or what is a unnecessary roughness or who I don't care to know that stuff. And I feel like if in my relationship, sports is going to be the one thing that I am going to mind my fucking business on. I don't care for sports, you know? So 
just like when dudes create man caves they do that to have their own personal space away from their woman that's how i feel about it so it's like having a community outside of your relationship is very much much so important you need that space where you can just kind of Take a deep breath and breathe. You know, I, babe, I don't want to talk about wallpaper right now. Let's, I want to go get a drink with the <laughs> fellas and catch up on what's been going on with them. You know, and that's okay. But now you have a lot of women that are, I don't want to say insecure, but a lot of them, they do be to a point where they're insecure, but not even necessarily women. Men too. You just have a lot of people in relationships that are so insecure or so possessive or just so what they are that they don't want their partner to go nowhere. They want them to be around them every 24, you know, 24 seven. And that's where a lot of, a lot of shit clash, you know, ultimately you're going to need your space, Reggie. Yeah. You need a break from everything. You're going to need, you're going to need a break. And then when you get, when you realize hanging out with these niggas ain't all that, you're going to come home to your woman and you know me vice versa so if i'm out with the girls if they if they single and i'm in a relationship eventually i ain't gonna want to have to, i ain't gonna want to keep up with these single hoes because i got a nigga at home so i want to go home to my man you know right. but you you still need that break you need that space i feel like that's necessary in a relationship yeah. i feel like it's necessary instead of staring somebody in the, you know the same person in the face the whole time yeah Cause you, you just, I want to miss you. That's all it is. I want to miss you. I want you. I want I want that feeling of not seeing you all day and having the urge to just want to kiss and hug on you because I haven't seen you all day because I miss you. Like I want that. So of course I don't want to spend 24 seven after day with you, at least not every day. So that's how you want to miss them. Yeah. You need you need to you need that opportunity, opportunity to miss it. Right now, you asked me a question the other day, and to this day, I still don't understand it. So I need you to kind of explain it to me one more time. You explained it like twelve times, but I need you to explain it to no, me one time. Okay, okay. So you said if you've never hurt somebody, could you love somebody? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what me hurting somebody has to do with me loving somebody. Because until you've seen somebody that you supposedly love hurt because of something you've done, how can you say you really, or do you really love them? Like, like you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like... So I, it's... This is what I hear. This is what I hear. Aisha, you hurt me. So can you love another man if you never hurt me is that what you're saying say that again (laughs) okay you you asked me could you love somebody if you've never hurt somebody right Mm -hmm. so the way my ears process that is me and you used to be in a relationship but i hurt you Uh uh-huh could I love the next man knowing that I hurt you? No. <laughs> no. See, no. That's why I no. need you to that's why I need you to explain it. Cause that's how I heard it. We about to we about to kill podcast time trying to go through this again. <laughs> All right. Um 
Oh, this is gonna be the last. After this, we're gonna we, wrap it up. We actually talked about it. Uh, me and Dre, and uh, that's why I'm right. asking. That's why I'm asking it. All right, so, um, I think let's, what my let's let's use another let's use another analogy. Okay. To, to try to uh make it make more sense. All right. Let's say a man says, I want my woman slightly used because if she, you know, she ain't been slutted out, she can't fuck me right. Okay. So he basically wanted a woman with experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to flip it over to what we're talking about, all right, Um, what if I was to say, you know what? Nah, she ain't, she ain't never hurt no nigga in her life. I had no nigga fucked up, you know, over her because she did done something. So she probably can't, you know, I, I, in my mind, I might say, you know, she don't really know how to love me. She can't love me as deep as I want to be loved because she's never like hurt nobody and, you know, saw how it is to hurt somebody. So, you know, she can, She's potentially going to, you know, whatever. That's the part that I don't understand. <laughs> but I so well, I don't okay. understand what not, me not, hurting. Not, say, not not saying that you you can't love nobody or you don't. But so there's a lot of instances and things that people will say, you know, you got to have experience in this department to truly understand it or to truly be able to be um a hundred percent or fully whatever in right so if in short what i was asking was could you say you really love this person a hundred percent if you've never like i said hurt someone versus if you have hurt someone and you know what it is like to hurt someone, so you don't want to hurt nobody else. It's the hurt that's throwing me off. Cause now I'm sorry, but if you would have said, could you really love someone? If you've never been hurt before. No. Yeah, you know what? Let's leave this alone because <laughs> no. I'm, the listen, way I'm here, your listeners are going to going to understand it. If y'all understand it, please you keep twisting, leave you a comment keep... and let me explain it to me because the fellas, you and Dre understand it. I'm not understanding it because I feel like if I love someone, why would I hurt them? I wouldn't hurt you if I loved you, it, at least not intentionally. Not intentionally, but. How do you accidentally hurt someone? Like, I, you can't accidentally cheat on somebody. I'm not getting it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but it, don't worry about well, it. It's well, all no, right. no, no, because, I mean, what do they say? They say the people that the people that hurt you the most are the people that love you, right? True, but... So, so, so if this man says, you know, he, he does love you, right? Um, but he ended up doing something, whatever he did to hurt you, right? Um, 
depending on the man's age, a lot of these niggas learn from this, from that mistake. So they might be better equipped to really love a woman after that. Because you, you, I'm pretty sure you've talked to a lot of women, heard a lot of women say, you know what? Um, me realizing now, you know, I'm at an older age, you know, that nigga wasn't shit for me. But the things that, you know, we went through and the hurt he gave me made him better for another woman. Or another, you know what I'm saying? It happens. Okay, so what you saying that I'm hearing <laughs> I hurt you, but I'll never want to hurt nobody like that again. So when I get with the next man, if I love him, I know not to ever hurt him like that because I know how bad I hurt you. Yeah. Not not if you love him. You know what? Um But I'm you said I'm going to give him the love that he deserves and he needs. That's not what you said. You said, could you love somebody if you never hurt somebody? I said, can you love them the same? I.e., if I've hurt somebody, I may, you know, my next relationship, I may love this person more. Why? Because I'm not going to do the shit to them that I did to this last person. But you also just, said that you can hurt somebody even though you love them. You can, right? Have you has your family hurt you? Has somebody in my family ever hurt me? Yes. Intentionally? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can say intentional. They didn't think I was gonna find out, but I found and, out. And 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 you've had lovers that hurt you intentionally. Not and they may have not thought you're gonna find out, but you know, a lot of people they tend to do shit. But see, I because... feel like lovers who hurt me unintentionally or in or into lovers who hurt me, I don't feel like they really love me. Cause I feel like they if did. you really I feel like if you really love someone, you would not want them to hurt. You you don't, but some people have some people their their personal needs and their personal or gratification or whatever trumps everything at times. Some people. Hmm. And it's about them. They thinking more more about them and some kind of satisfaction, self-satisfaction or whatever than the next person. And that's why I said so if you are going to not do that, you're gonna resist that temptation. That means okay, I put this lady in front of my own personal selfish needs. I chose to not hurt her or fuck around on her because I'd done that shit before and I saw what it did to this other woman. So now this next time I'm putting, you know, I'm, I'm not putting myself first. So what was the question? Ask me the question again. No, 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 no. Because I, I understand it now, but now I'm ready to answer the question. <laughs> All right. Um, let's say. Because like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to bring your dad back into this, right? But uh, it's almost like a situ- this situation with your dad. Um, no. he, he hurt your mom. Mm-hmm. And even though he was messing around on the lady he was with, eventually he realized, I don't want to put her through what I put your mom through. So I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put my selfish ways behind me because I really love this woman. 
right. So we'll use two two versions of you, right? Okay. Two different versions of you. Um, one version of you has, you know, um, never, I guess, uh, done anything to hurt hurt a nigga before, right? You've always kind of been, I guess, the quote unquote good girl, right? Okay. This other version of you, and we'll call it the alternate universe, Aisha. Alter ego. <laughs> call she, her I, Naomi. Naomi. Naomi Fierce. No, just Naomi. Naomi. All right. She, she's heard a nigga, right? You, okay. And, and she's put a nigga through the ringer before. And side note. Y'all don't be understanding. Like sometimes that shit really fuck fuck us up too. Like I'm sorry. We, <laughs> <laughs> like like y'all don't understand. Like like when like some some of these niggas like they be like oh niggas gonna cry niggas gonna no some of these niggas really really be hurt and fucked up. The time I did it, I think it was like three days straight. I didn't even eat. Like I was just like I was I was I was going through it bad. But story for another day. Okay. All right. So now. When it comes to Naomi and Aisha love, loving a man, right? Which one do do you think one has, you know, will love the man more and respect yes. that love of him more? You do? Yes. Which Aisha, Aisha love a man more. Naomi will love a man enough. I don't think so. Enough for what? To get whatever it is she want from him. Because right. clearly, see, because she clearly, if she's, you're talking about after they hurt somebody? Yeah, after. Okay, so Naomi is ready. Like, she want a man. She's ready. Like, listen. I, this, Aisha's going to love the man the same like she loved the last man. She's going to mm-hmm. love him the same. Mm-hmm. Naomi is going to love them differently and almost better to avoid having okay but that's that's why i asked you to ask me the question (laughs) that's why i asked you to ask me the question so i can answer it so the question was could you love a man the same if you've never hurt somebody and the answer is no you would have to love them different to avoid going through what you went with through with the last the last man that you heard Mm -hmm. um yeah uh, naomi would love him different i'm not gonna say more or less i'm just gonna say she would love him different mm-hmm. but more so than anything she would have gone through some changes too mm-hmm. because right. like you said yeah. yeah like you said she would have she had to grow and get to that point where she's willing to put her selfish ways behind her to keep this you know to satisfy and keep this person happy per se mm-hmm. um that's why I said, ask me the question again so I can answer it because I was more so wanting to get a better understanding of it than I was wanting to answer it. So, but mm-hmm. now we got that out the way. Okay. I get it now <laughs> to a certain extent. I get it. Okay, Reggie, you got anything else you want to talk about? Because I kind of want to get you out of here so you won't miss the game. No, um, I don't got nothing. I'm not going to miss the game, though. This episode didn't have a purpose. Well, let me rephrase that. This part, this episode didn't have a specific topic. I just wanted to get on the mic and check Reggie and Unapologetic the podcast. 
and then just also <laughs> take up some of their time and get an episode out um last week I did not drop an episode because the kids went back to school so I was trying to get back in mommy mode as far as packing lunch boxes getting kids in bed by a certain time showers uniforms ready um dinner cooked by a certain time things of that nature so now that I'm kind of sort of in or kind of sort of back in motion with the kids going back to school I am trying to get you guys some content so even if it is just me and Reggie hopping on the mic and just talking about whatever um long as I'm doing something to get y'all some content that's that on that um so yeah don't be mad if this episode didn't really have no structure um I just wanted to get y'all some content and now y'all have some so with that being said Reggie go ahead and shout out your platform and thank you so much for joining me last minute I really appreciate it no problem at all what's up everybody this is Reg prime minister from uh well one half of unapologetic the podcast and also one half of every soccer sports you can find all podcasts on all platforms well Sports, Aries Talking Sports is all on audio platforms. Unapologetic is everywhere, YouTube included. Um, Aisha, thank you again. As always, the energy is always good. When we get on, we always have the greatest conversations, and um, a lot of a lot of the conversations aren't even meant to be had. It's just we just go in different directions when we talk. And it's easy to get on the mic and talk with you and have no specific po- uh, topics. They just come. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, our energy just kind of flow like that. And like I was saying earlier, I love having you on my podcast because when I when I'm thinking it's gonna be some dead air because I can't think fast enough or something to say, you always come through with a question or something to say to keep the air from being so dead. So I love mm-hmm. that about you. That's why I like having you on because where I lack, you kind of pick up. We're almost like we're in a podcasting relationship. Absolutely. Where I'm weak, you're strong. Where you're strong, I'm weak. We come <laughs> together and we make this thing work for the sake of our listeners. And I really appreciate you for that. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. So um with that being said, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am going to try my hardest to get you guys content on a weekly basis so that I can just kind of avoid that weeks at a time not bringing y'all anything i'm trying to get out of it um i'm at a point where i'm starting to get my schedule together and i just want to make sure that i get y'all the content that y'all deserve um if this content if this episode was all over the place i do apologize but i really feel like it flowed it flowed pretty well um yeah it flowed pretty well so with that being said thank y'all so much for tuning in please like comment and subscribe we are on youtube spotify apple google anchor basically all podcast platforms um also wednesday so if you guys did not know bank of america's just announced that they are starting a home ownership program for black and minorities uh that has a lot of benefits for us if we're trying to buy a home y'all know i already bought a home so wednesday at 1 p.m we i will be going live with my realtor to bring you guys more information on the bank of america home ownership loan um so wednesday at 1 p.m 
hopefully Wednesday at 1 p.m. And this is September 7th, I want to say. Um, I will be going live with my realtor. We will be live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, bringing you guys more information on this Bank of America home ownership loan. Um, I will leave the uh, platform open. So if you guys want to follow up, just come on and ask your questions. Um, I'm going to try to do that. So yes, Wednesday, if you're available, definitely tune in. Oh, this episode come out Wednesday. Damn. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm going to post it on my social media so y'all can see. Um, Reggie, thank you so much for joining me. To everybody listening, thank y'all so much for sticking with me. Until next time, peace. What's up, you guys? It's Aisha D. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Coffee and Apple Juice podcast. Make sure that you're right here with me every Wednesday where I'll give you new episodes where we're discussing any and everything involving the culture. Also, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.